Episode number 36, December 31st, 2011. Welcome to the XJ Talk Show. And now here's your host, Tony Mutteroy on XJTalk.com. Yes, that's me. <clears throat> and we're doing video tonight, not doing the uh, Ustream Simul broadcast thing, but doing a little video for, uh, for our YouTube friends, assuming that there are some out there that only watch the YouTube video. Uh, bumped it up a notch doing high def and... Uh, it's the first go at it, so, you know, who knows? It looks good, but I don't know if I've got it set right or not. I'll know more after I post it up on YouTube. And uh, hopefully the sound will be a little better uh, on the uh, the YouTube broadcast than what it has been. Something comparable to uh, what we have what we have here on the show. Anyway, so uh, last show of 2011. And uh, if Mayan prophecies are correct... We may not have too many shows in 2012. Well, maybe maybe some in 2012, but certainly not in 2013. You know, I guess the number 13 wasn't unpopular back then because 2013 makes a lot more sense for the uh, end of the world. Anyway, we'll get started here in just a minute. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Okay, so first off, I want to apologize for this. This is in black and white. See, I thought I'd make one of these little things. I think they're called uh, flags, microphone flags. And uh, I didn't want to spend the uh, 80 bucks that they sell these things for. So I made me one. And I put little XJ Talk logo on there. But it's, I'm apologizing for the part that it's black and white. And, and I know you guys on the podcast can't see this. But if you check out the YouTube video then you'll see what I'm talking about. If well, you know, if you if you can imagine, if you have an XJ Talk sticker, one of the nice color ones, just imagine that in black and white. <laughs> just I don't have color ink right now and I it hasn't been on the uh the thing to do list of to buy color ink. Have you guys priced uh the color ink for uh HP printers? Good god. But uh, I guess you know they got to make their profit where they can. And uh you know Truth be told, the printers are very nice, and the uh, is very clear and crisp. I just wish that it wasn't thirty bucks for color ink. Yeah. So, 
As uh, as I said in the opening, this is uh, December 31st, uh, the last day of the year. And uh, you might actually hear the fireworks being uh, popped in the background. So uh, I'm not under fire. It's not a, uh, a, a, a random uh, and cyclical, cyclical <laughs> drive-by shooting. They're uh, actually uh, popping fireworks outside. So uh, if you hear that, just uh, consider it part of the festive occasion. So anyway, uh, don't really have a lot planned. Just wanted to throw out another podcast, let you guys uh, know what's going on with uh, xjtalk.com. The website, the forum, hopefully you've been there. Hopefully you've uh, joined and uh, you are participating. And I used to hate that as a kid, you know. know, Tony, we need you to participate. And... um, you know that just made me not want to not want to participate even more but uh i guess because i've put a lot of time and effort and also to the amount of fun that i have uh on the site um i guess that's the reason why i say you guys should <laughs> they often said it i didn't often say it um that's that's why i would like for you guys to participate it's just uh, a lot more fun, and it's a lot more engaging when people are there making comments and sharing their um, adventures and problems uh, that they have with their Jeep. You know, it's a mechanical device. No matter uh, how good the design, you're always going to have some issue with a mechanical device, and that's the beauty is that we can get on there and um, figure out what the problem is and hopefully get you back on the road or back off-road. Anyway... Get on the site and uh, post, uh, make comments, uh, give some people a hard time, have some fun. I mean, that's what the ultimate uh, goal is anyway, is to have fun. So recently we uh, gave away, we did our third contest, uh, or I guess it's not really a contest, the, the third giveaway. We uh, completed that, and uh, that was for a, a Smitty built. Uh, 8,000 pound winch and that went to a young man uh, what is it Jeep XJ95 I believe and um, I think uh, his uh, his profile says he's 20 years old so what a great item to receive and it was awarded on Christmas Day I don't think he's actually received it yet I haven't seen anything from him but uh, the uh, shipping company was trying to contact him about getting it there to him. Got that off of uh, Amazon.com because uh, shipping was free. Price was good, too. So we were very happy to do that. And in November, we uh, gave away a, uh, a new item from DetoursUSA.com called the Knucklebone. And the Knucklebone is a tire carrier that fits in your 2-inch receiver uh, trailer hitch on the back of your Jeep. Uh, And I don't know, I I guess it really depends on the vehicle, but since the mounting uh, is a kind of a universal uh, mount, it might work on other vehicles as well. But you could uh, call Mark at DetoursUSA.com and uh, ask him about that. But uh, it's a a really cool uh, way of having a tire, spare tire carrier on your vehicle and not having to go to the expense or or the expense of buying a, a swing away tire carrier or building your own and it's uh it's it's very affordable and because it's not a lot of metal there it doesn't cost that much to ship 
So it's a plus plus, a win win. Then uh, going back to October, uh, we did uh, we did something a little different in October. We had some gift certificates from jeepingoutfitters.com. Uh, and uh, I think we had about $300 worth of gift certificates that we gave away that month. And on top of that, our, our main giveaway item was, uh, again, going back to Detours, uh, they make great products. Uh, a pair of A-pillar light mounts and a pair of KC highlighter uh, or highlight daylighter 100-watt KC lights. So we had three months of giveaways, all designed to, uh, you know, stimulate some interest in uh, xjtalk.com. Uh, getting, getting people on there, getting people uh, all designed to get to, to them to participate a little bit more uh, in the site and making it more interesting for everybody there. And also, too, I think people um, have a bit of a hard time getting in and, and starting to post. You never know what the, um, I guess, what the click or what the people on the site are like and how they're going to react to you. Uh, how they're going to treat you. Are you going to get flamed? Are you going to be treated like an idiot? And uh, and I know I've mentioned this before. That's one of the reasons uh, why we started xjtalk.com was we didn't like seeing that on the other sites. And we wanted to have a Jeep site and have all the good aspects, the information, the the friendship, um, the you know, the, giving each other a hard time, of course, but but respectfully. Hell, we even have a politics and religion section, and uh, nobody's died yet. So that that tells you right there that you can get on and express yourself on xjtalk.com, and you'll get some opinions, but it's unlikely that anybody is going to shut you down. It's unlikely that anybody's going to flame you out. And, uh, you know, it's it's very natural and normal for people not to like conflict. And uh, But hopefully we've created a site where you don't have to worry about that. So if you've uh, been looking for a, a site that you would like to get on and uh, have some fun and you know talk about the things that that happen to your Jeep, maybe there's maybe you think they're too simple. Maybe you have a uh, a check engine light and you're not quite sure how to handle it, and you think that's some basic things that anybody should know, but you don't. Well, we all had to learn at some point, and. Um, you know, the XJ Talk isn't the, the short bus of uh, Jeep sites, but I guess kind of in a way it is because we're going to make sure that everybody gets their question answered. Uh, if you don't, raise your hand, make some noise. Say, hey, I asked this question, I didn't get an answer. We, we do get a lot of posts, so sometimes we do miss things. But we even have a, a, a no replies um, uh, menu item so that people can click on the no replies and see... Uh, the posts that have not had any replies yet and hopefully, you know, catch up on that where uh, somebody has been left out and had had their question answered. We even have a moderator that made a uh, suggestion that uh, we create a a forum where uh, when people would like to to do something, um, change the the fluid in their transmission, for example, that uh, he would actually do that and do a write-up on it. And that way, it would be kind of a made-to-order thing, and that's uh, that's a big Jim 350 that uh, that did that. Actually, uh, that reminds me. I just wanted to say, XJ Talk is the best fucking site in the fucking world. And if you think you know of a better fucking site, fuck you. By the way, this is Big Jim 350.
Bye. Thank you. <laughs> That's Big Jim. <laughs> so <laughs> Big Jim will do a write-up for you on uh, what the things that you would like to do to your Jeep. Uh, he's got a Jeep, and uh, he pretty much has to do all of it uh, to his Jeep. So he'll do a write-up. So get on there, look for the forum uh, where you can request a write-up, and uh, Big Jim will help you out. Chances are good that somebody else has already done it, and you may not even have to wait around for, uh, for Big Jim to do the write-up. We may be able to find that even on another site and, uh, and, and get you, uh, get you back up and go in on, on your Jeep that much faster. Uh, there are other Jeep sites out there, <laughs> so we're not trying to pretend that there's not anyway. So that's what we've got going, uh, what we had, I'm sorry, what we had going on in the last three months as far as giveaways. And, uh, you know, if you're new to XJ talk, maybe you're listening to this, uh, this podcast, uh, several months down the road and you go, man, I missed out. I didn't get in on that. What the hell? Well, it's not over. It's just over for now. Or, or as I said in the post I just posted a few minutes ago, it's not over. It's just sleeping. We're going to have more giveaways, but uh, three solid months of uh, excellent uh, giveaway items. I think uh, we need a little rest. Uh, also, too, we don't want you guys getting spoiled. We don't want you thinking that... Uh, Hey, man, uh, where's my stuff? Uh, I should be getting something. And, wow, they gave away a winch. Next thing they should be giving away is a Jeep or uh, an airplane or maybe a yacht. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> if uh, if you'd like to help support uh, uh, XJTalk.com and uh, this podcast, you can do so very easily for really no money out of your pocket at, at all. Just any time that you're going to make a purchase on Amazon.com, you can go over to XJTalk.com. On the very front page, you'll see a little banner there for Amazon.com. Just click that banner. It'll take you to Amazon.com. You'll log into your Amazon.com account, make your purchase, and we'll get a little percentage off of that. Now, it's a little percentage off of their portion, not yours. So in other words, you don't pay any different than what you were going to pay before. So it costs you nothing. You were going to buy something at Amazon.com anyway. It's certainly going to cost you for that item. But uh, the, the money that comes to XJTalk.com didn't cost you a dime. Literally, not even a dime. We get a few percent uh, of whatever the sale is, depending on the sale item. So obviously, if you're going to buy a yacht... Or house. I'm not sure if they sell houses on Amazon. I'm sure that's just something that they haven't started yet. Um, but uh, that would be a bigger percentage, uh, or not, no, sorry, not a bigger percentage. That would be a bigger dollar amount uh, for XJTalk.com. So we, we want to encourage you if you're going to, if you're looking to buy a maybe a, a fleet of Boeing 747s for your airlines, do it on Amazon.com and make sure you click that banner ad before you do it. We'll really appreciate it. And actually, I guess we probably would give away Jeeps at that point because we would be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah, I know. As my wife would say. And then you woke up. Anyway, so let's see what else we got going on. Um, I'll tell you about a couple other, uh, other websites that we have going. Um, we uh, have a, uh, it, this is kind of a, uh, a rejuvenated uh, site that we had up for a while. Uh, didn't really get a lot of interest and um, we let the license lapse on the software and being good legal-minded people, we didn't want to keep the, the website up and not have a 
a legal license for the software. So we let it uh, go down for maybe a year or so. But uh, recently we've brought it back up. And that means that uh, uh, you have the ability to get on there now and, um, I don't know, have fun with uh, some other Jeeps, some other Jeepers, some other type Jeepers. Anyway, uh, Jeepers, I wonder if Jeepers Creepers uh, is available. Anyway, um, so uh, the uh, the site is Wrangler Talk. Uh, wranglertalk.com it originally was tjtalk.com and uh, had in mind what it would be as just a, a series of uh, talk sites like TJ Talk, YJ Talk, uh, CJ Talk and uh, so we started with TJ Talk and uh, uh, we thought that it might be that it was too narrow uh, um, uh, an audience uh, for thus the, thus the TJs, they were built for for quite a while and a very uh, robust vehicle. Um, from what my understanding, is more robust than the the new JKs, and certainly had the the 4.0 uh, liter engine, which I think has been one of the downsides to the JKs is a uh, uh, power and torque on those engines. Of course, they were you know trying to go along with the government's uh, wishes for. Uh, Better gas mileage. But anyway, so uh, we changed the name to wranglertalk.com, and that encompassed the, uh, you know, a, a wider audience, the uh, the TJ, the JK, the YJ. And uh, just like just like XJ Talk, you do not have to have a Jeep to, to join the site. Uh, everybody's welcome to, to come in and, and join in the fun and get the, and join in the information. Obviously, if you don't have a Jeep Cherokee, the the... Uh, amount of uh, information you get from the site may not be very useful because uh, that's primarily what we're going to be talking about. We talk about other things as well. Uh, I mean, uh, man cannot live by Jeep alone. So anyway, there's a Wrangler talk and uh, there's another hobby that I have, uh, which is amateur radio, ham radio. uh, And I've been an amateur radio operator since I was uh, 16. So many, many years ago, I got into that hobby and uh, recently, um, you know, there's ham sites out there. The thing that has always uh, kind of turned me off to the ham radio sites is they seem to be very, very um, is stodgy. Is that even a word? Um, old guys uh, not, wanting, not wanting to do anything new. Uh, which weirdly wasn't my understanding of amateur radio anyway, was it was something, something, it was something that was supposed to be new and innovative and interesting and cutting edge. But, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, the, the free email system, Juno. There was, uh, quite a few, uh, of these, uh, and at the time, admittedly they were retired, uh, and they were trying to minimize their cost but they were using this the juno email system because it was free or or, or nearly so i think it was free actually but uh, as part of that juno made sure that the bandwidth that you used on emails was very very low and and I, i guess the overall the overriding sense i got was that they didn't want to have well juno was text only you couldn't do uh pictures you certainly couldn't do video and it was designed for a, a dial-up internet world, not high-speed internet. And uh, I'm a member of, uh, of some mailing lists, and I've been on some forums, and that, that type of mentality seems to pervade 
the the high speed world. Now, some of these some of these hams, some of these, uh, and I'm just going to say older hams because I think that the majority of them are older hams. Uh, I understand that they may be living out in the sticks and maybe still be on dial up, um, but come on, guys, <laughs> it's it's 2011, getting ready to be 2012. High speed internet is available on a smartphone. I would like to be able to see pictures, videos, and hey, maybe some sound with that video would be great too. And that's one of the reasons why I went ahead and started up a, an amateur radio site. You know, when you start a site, it's like starting a business. Uh, most likely it's going to fail. The nice thing is it really doesn't cost anything to, to keep it up other than maybe some time. So uh, anyway, I was trying to think of a name. And, uh, you know, if you guys have, have ever tried to buy a domain name, um, buying is easy. Finding one that is not in use, finding a domain name that's not in use is more difficult. So I had to go for, for a bit of a stretch. Back whenever I uh, started uh, amateur radio, the way it worked back then, back in the olden days, <laughs> you got a, your first license was a novice license. Now, you could test up further, but I, I guarantee you, at, at 16, I wasn't going any further than the novice for my first license. And uh, anyway, I got my novice license, and as a novice, you could send Moore's code, send and receive Moore's code on the HF bands, high-frequency bands. So that meant I had to learn Moore's code, or the two-letter designator for that is CW, continuous wave. So I had to learn Moore's code. I I had to learn Moore's code and had to pass a test. I had to be able to send send Moore's code to pass that test and receive it. The sending is easy. the, the, The receiving is more difficult. Anyway, one of the things that you would do, there was all these little uh, tricks, uh, little shortcuts and little uh, abbreviations that you would use in, in Morse code. Why? Because nobody wants to send Morse code. <laughs> now, there's, there's some people out there that really, really enjoy it. But uh, there are a lot of little tricks, shortcuts and stuff. And one of the things that you would do whenever you were involved in a conversation, a QSO, uh, on uh, the uh, HF bands, you would, um, in CW, you would send, um, you know, you would send the, the information you were going to send to the other person. And then if they received it, if they were able to understand what you had, had sent to them in Morse code, the first thing they would do is send you the letter R, da dit. And, and because of the signals would go up and down depending on band conditions, they would usually send it three times. So you would see... I'm sorry, you would hear, did I did, did I did, did I did. And that would mean that they received everything that you had sent them. Now, quite often, uh, <laughs> I guess it got to be a habit, and people would send that, that R, one or three of them, and then ask, start asking you questions about what you said. So obviously, they didn't receive everything that you had sent them. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that sometimes people were just you know copying what other people did and didn't really understand the meaning of it. Um, you know, just to fit in, just so they wouldn't be an oddball out. So anyway, uh, I thought about it because while I was looking for names for the uh, the new uh, ham website that I was going to do, and I got to, and I thought about it. And went, hey, wait a minute! Uh, in, instead of like ham talk or uh, radio talk or you know going along with the talk theme, um, which was my my first choice, 
uh, I really couldn't find anything. So I went, hey, wait a minute. What about R? And, you know, R.com, that would be kind of hard to uh, to get. That's a That would be a one-letter domain. And, and the three-letter domains are, are impossible. And I'm not even sure they're, they even have one-letter domains. But certainly, <clears throat> the uh, Morse code, uh, when you write Morse code, they, they have specific ways of writing the the, the periods and the, um, I don't know if they're minuses or underlines, they have specific ways of writing those out. Uh, I guess it would be phonetically. And um, I thought about that R that we would send, you know, on our first transmission after uh, listening to the uh, the other person's transmission. And I went, you know, that kind of makes sense because it's like, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a forum, an amateur radio forum, and when you post we're going to acknowledge what you said and then we're going to respond to you. So I thought, hmm, I want, you know, three R's, RRR.com, that might might be available. I, I certainly doubt it. But certainly the phonetic spelling of R in Morse code, you know, who in, who in their right mind would actually register a domain like that? Me, <laughs> it was there. So I looked up so I could make it make sure that it was correct. The phonetic spelling for the letter R in Morse code, and that is D is in dog, I is in India. So D uh, uh, D I, the minus sign, uh, Da, which is D A H. That would be the little the little minus or the little ha- uh, hyphen, and then dash uh, dit. So it's did I dit. Ditdadit.com. Well, wow, ditdadit.com. That that doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? That sounds a little confusing. But uh, interestingly enough, it's not D-I-T, D-A-H, D-I-T. It's D-I because the the first uh, dot in, of of you know Morse code, like the dot and the dash, the first dot phonetically is uh, or spelled in a text way is just D-I. So it's di dash dah dash dit dot com, basically r dot com, but in Morse code, written Morse code. Are you confused yet? <laughs> I've had I have had on on Twitter because we have we're on Twitter with Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say talk about the Facebook too. Um, we're on Twitter with uh, XJ Talk, Wrangler Talk, and uh, Dadadit. <clears throat> so, uh, one of the hams that friended us on Twitter uh, on Dadadit said, you know, one of the things he said was another amateur radio site. You know, really, seriously? That's <laughs> like, well, yeah, you know, uh, we do it differently, and I and I think uh, there are people out there that that like it done differently than the, st- the status quo and uh, I think that we have something that people will be interested in but uh, I told him that basically it's not like yeah you know give it a try what the hell it doesn't really cost anything to, to do and uh, make a lot of new friends and, and, and share information and enjoy the hobby more but anyway the one thing the, the positive thing that he did say was love the name he got it that made me feel really good because you know, CW was, uh, or Morse code, uh, the CW stuff was, was very popular back in the days that it was required to get the license, but maybe not so pop, uh, popular now because it's not a requirement. You can still send and receive Morse code, 
Uh, but but why would you do that when you can talk? Well, it's more of a challenge. People, you know, people build trains uh, and towns and and train ta- train towns in their, <laughs> their basement. Why? Well, it's challenging. They they like the sense of accomplishment. It's a hobby. They enjoy it. So that's kind of like what Morse code is now on the handbands. It's it's a hobby thing. And uh, by the way, it is the most efficient way to communicate over long distances because because it requires the least amount of power and um, radio propagation to get the signal from one place to another. I don't know if you recall or not. I, I know I've gone really deep in this rabbit hole, this amateur radio rabbit hole, and this is a cheap podcast, but I'll just mention this. If you if you go and, and watch the old Will Smith movie, Independence Day, there is a, a scene in there where they talk about amateur radio operators where they're coordinating this worldwide effort to bring down all these motherships and they're doing it using Morse code. And they went with Morse code because that was the um, mode of communications that was least likely to be disrupted by their by the aliens' um, uh, blocking system, their jammers. And uh, that was probably factually correct. If, if it ever gotten to that, that point, that probably would be the only way that we would be able to get anything through. Uh, more than likely, it would need to be wideband, uh, wide spectrum uh, type stuff. But anyway, uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, as an amateur radio operator, of course, I, I saw that and I went, yeah, look at that, man. Amateur radio operators, all right. Saving the world. And uh, actually, uh, that that's, that kind of happens from time to time. Uh, not really saving the world, but uh, maybe saving a life or two uh, whenever there's disasters. And if you've never listened, I'm, I'm sure most of you have uh, listened to CB radio. I don't know if how many of you have listened to uh, two-meter uh, ham radio. Uh, CB is AM, and uh, you have an AM radio in your Jeep. And if you have ever listened to an AM radio station during a thunderstorm, you know how much noise the thunderstorm uh, makes on AM radio. AM uh, AM radio, the, the type, it's a, a mode of uh, a transmission of data, uh, of information across uh, a frequency. Uh, AM is very susceptible to electri- electrical noises, and lightning is an electrical noise. Uh, any kind of electrical motor coming on and off can generate electrical noise, and AM is very susceptible to picking that up. FM, on the other hand, you know, the the good time FM radio, the stereo that you listen to, FM is not likely to pick up uh, that electrical noise. It's less likely. And uh, as an amateur radio operator, uh, when you get a technician license, you can uh, send and receive uh, audio over FM, 2 meter, 70 centimeter, there's various bands, but the most popular one is generally 2 meters. And you can uh, get on the two-meter band, and uh, you can talk to people using FM. And FM is uh, is great. It's nice. It's quiet. There's not a lot of people uh, clamoring uh, for uh, the space on the, the frequency, and you can actually have a conversation with somebody. And basically, you could be out on the trail, and with the radio squelched so that you hear no background noise, 
until your buddy says gets on his two meter ham radio and says, uh, "Hey, uh, we're going to head back to get a bite to eat. Uh, why don't you come over there?" Or, or better yet, "Hey, I just flipped. <laughs> Can you get your ass over here and help me out?" <laughs> So it makes it really nice because you hear what the person has to say and you don't have to listen to a lot of static in the meantime. And two meter radios go for, you can get them on eBay for a hundred bucks and that's like a 50 watt mobile radio. They're, uh, they're very small in size, very easy to install. Oh, and, and I didn't mention the antennas are at least six feet shorter than the CB antennas. If you're using the full-size uh, CB antenna, and if you're using one of the short ones, like one of the uh, the four-foot whips, uh, you can put a two-meter uh, antenna, full quarter-wave two-meter antenna on your Jeep that most people would never even see. Uh, they're only about a foot and a half long, and they're very, very, uh, very thin. So you don't have to worry about whipping somebody in the head with it. Uh, that may be watching you go up a uh, embankment or crawl over rocks because you're whipping the Jeep around, uh, ain't going to happen. Uh, if you mount that two-meter uh, antenna in the middle of the roof where it should be, uh, the only thing that's going to impact that is, uh, well, frankly, the Jeep when you roll it over. If you roll it over, don't roll it over. I don't like that. I don't like it when Jeeps roll. It's, uh, it's interesting to watch, but it hurts me. Uh, <laughs> I have a Jeep, and I don't want it to roll, and I hate it when I see other people's roll. But anyway, that's my problem. So anyway, if you have time, and uh, please visit xjtalk.com and uh, visit one of our other sites, our sister Jeep site, wranglertalk.com. And if you're all at all interested in amateur radio, uh, please come over and join us uh, in this conversation at uh, didadit.com. And uh, actually, I'll put the uh, I'll put the uh, the websites in the show notes. Because I'm thinking that didadit.com might be a little hard to understand uh, if you're not an amateur radio operator. And uh, by the way, even if you're not an amateur radio operator, just like the Jeep sites, don't have to have a Jeep. Well, you don't have to be an amateur radio operator and you don't have to have a ham radio. Just uh, come over, join us, uh, and uh, post up questions. Happy to let you know. We've got... uh, uh, a few members over there on didadit.com, and they've asked some questions about various radios and uh, several people that are uh, Jeepers that are interested in ham radio, and and hopefully they'll be getting their, um, you know, be getting their licenses pretty soon.
So uh, we recently had a uh, XJ Talk member and moderator decide that he was going to sell his beloved uh, green Jeep XJ. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know about the uh, the, the red versus green Jeep uh, rivalry that we have going on uh, on XJTalk.com, but, uh, you know, it's all good-natured, so I don't really care. <laughs> I have a red Jeep, and uh, the moderator that uh, recently, uh, well, he joined the dark side because... He's uh, he hasn't sold his uh, his his beloved green uh, Jeep uh, XJ yet, but he's it's on the market, and I think he just got tired of uh, of you know dealing with some of the issues that he was having from uh, off road. He was he's an, a hard off road wheeler, so uh, I think it was just time for him to make a change. And what he did was he went and got a a, a Jeep TJ, and uh, so uh, I don't have any problem with. Uh, having a person that knows about Jeep Cherokees as a moderator on xjtalk.com and um, you know still willing to be a moderator and it helps. So whenever he was offering up his resignation, uh, I and the other moderators said, no, man, you need to stay. Well, we also, uh, uh, we also made him a moderator over on uh, Wrangler Talk. So you'll see Wayne Cantab27 from uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, on both sites. So if you have a, a TJ, uh, a JK, or a um, YJ, you might want to come visit us over at wranglertalk.com. Post up your pictures. Tell us what you're doing. Maybe you've got some questions about things. Uh, I'm learning about the TJ finally because uh, it's, it's been my wish to get a, uh, uh, a TJ. Actually, you know, and I've mentioned it several times here. Uh, actually, we were getting ready to buy a TJ whenever we went ahead and decided to get the the XJ instead because of uh, it having the four doors and still being a four wheel drive. Oh, and most importantly, it's still being a Jeep. And uh, I was very, very lucky that I was able to find a uh, a red TJ. <laughs> because why? <laughs> I, I knew that the I knew that the 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 Jeep gods were going to the lay out a, a beautiful, very inexpensive green Jeep uh, TJ for me to buy, and I was just going to have to walk away from it because there's just no way in the world I could get a green Jeep with all the uh, the green Jeep uh, red Jeep rivalry going on on XJTalk.com. Oh, red Jeeps are sexy. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. I have to agree with you there. But, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with green Jeeps. There really isn't. So if you've got a green Jeep, don't feel bad. I'll never make you feel bad about it. <laughs> well, I won't make you feel much bad about it. So um, anyway, uh, it's kind of interesting that the, the, the green, I'm sorry, the TJ that Wayne got is not really green. It's I guess it's kind of green. It's kind of a blue-green. It's really pretty. Uh, I like Wranglers. Always have. And uh, like I was telling somebody the other day, uh, they were kind of trash in Wrangler owners. And like I was telling somebody the other day on the site, you know, the only reason why I have a Jeep Cherokee is because I went there to buy a TJ. I went there to buy a Wrangler. Uh, the only reason I went to buy, go there to buy a Wrangler is because I see them. They're neat. They're neat vehicles. Um, and uh, I'm glad we got one. Uh, we, we picked up a 2003 uh Two thousand three, I guess it's uh, the model is an X, uh, Wrangler X, 
and uh, so I'm I've been learning about uh, about TJs now because I've been doing modifications to that Jeep. That is my wife's Jeep, by the way, and uh, I've been working on her about trying to get a uh, lift kit installed. Um, I was looking at, at a gosh, what is it? A four inch? I think it's a four inch. Yep, a four inch uh, rough country lift. Um, and um, I, I probably would have already gotten it, but I have so many things that I've purchased to put on my red XJ that uh, I didn't want to have another box of stuff laying here waiting for me to do me feeling bad that I'm not taking care of uh, taking care of the Jeeps. And also too, as far as taking care of the Jeeps, I am doing the oil changes, getting tires put on them and everything else. So, you know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm sticking, I'm, I'm keeping up with the, the important things. Oh, and my, uh, my 18 year old daughter, just started driving on her own and it's it's just scary as hell i mean she's 18 she's an excellent driver but you know it's it's different with uh, with girls than it is with boys anyway she just started driving uh, her herself by herself and uh, she's driving the, the 1999 jeep cherokee so i can feel good that she's in a a good dependable vehicle and uh, that along with uh, uh her cell phone um you know things should be pretty good yeah, it it kind of dawned on me the other day. I think I was in the middle of a podcast that it, it kind of hit me that uh, uh, we're all Jeeps. We, that's all we have are Jeeps now. Uh, we had a Ford Mustang before, and I guess technically we still do. Uh, it's just up at uh, M.S. Morenberg's uh, shop. He's uh, the, the other admin on xjtalk.com. It, it started, uh, it's either got a cracked head or a blown uh, head gasket. And uh, I just, uh, I looked at how much it would cost uh, to do and how much it would be to sell it and it would be how much I'd be able to get to it, get for it if I sold it and it just it just wouldn't a break even thing so uh, we're either gonna part it out or I think Matt may uh, may fix it so we'll just have to wait and see how that uh, how that winds up I, I thought it might be a good vehicle I was willing to fix it uh, replace the head uh, or, or the head gasket in the head and uh, you know have it milled whatever it took I was willing to do that if my youngest daughter would be interested in driving it. She doesn't like the Mustang. And I thought that was, thought that was kind of funny. Actually, uh, uh, my youngest daughter may be more of a, a Jeep girl herself. And, and I've, I've, uh, I haven't told her, and I really haven't told the wife yet. I'll tell you guys. I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe a JK. You know, an, an, older, an older Jeep um, for her. I think that might be kind of fun. Um, fun for her certainly but also too fun for me because I get to see uh, yet another model uh, have intimate knowledge of another model of uh, a Jeep and I like the older Jeeps I like the older Jeeps with the uh, the 4.0 liter engines you know I I know those I know what to expect from them and you know damn good engine so anyway uh, that's my life that's my problems (laughs) it's really not much of a it's not really much of a problem is it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we've been very fortunate this year uh, that we've uh, able to, uh, you know, get that new Jeep uh, Wrangler, uh, bring up these new sites. Uh, been very fortunate with all the members, the new members that we have on xjtalk.com. And, uh, you know, things are just going really well. Uh, I really hope 2012 isn't the end of the world because uh, things are going well. <laughs> I don't want to see it end. So, uh, you know, if you got time, jump in, have some fun with us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. 
You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, oh, hell, we're even on Google Plus now. And um, uh, the the Twitter and the Facebook, you can actually get some of the feeds uh, coming from the xjtalk.com site or wrangler.com site or didadit.com site. They're all, all those websites, all those forums are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. So just search for us on there and friend, follow, or I don't know, what's the other one? Circle? <laughs> that sounds like a vulture. Friend, follow, or circle. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be. Add to your circles. So circle is like a vulture on Google+. And uh, there's a, you know, we got things uh, things coming up. We got things going on on the site that you may find interesting. Things that are Jeep related. Things aren't Jeep related. Like I'm, I'm getting ready to put in a uh, uh, pan tilt zoom camera on uh, my security system. Not because anything's bad around here in the neighborhood. It's just something fun to play with. Uh, and I think there's a lot of you out there that are the same way. Actually, I'm probably going to put that up on the ham site as well because that's a very electronic gadgety type thing. Anyway, join us on one of our one of our sites. Uh, join us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, or uh, Google Plus, and uh, we'll catch you on our next podcast. Hopefully, very very soon. Oh, and of course, have a very very happy and profitable New Year. We welcome and look forward to your questions and comments. Dial 530-675-4102 and leave your message on our 24 by 7 voicemail.